Welcome back. Welcome back. It is Let's Talk Tuesday. You know what day it is. This means we're going to just talk about some things. Feels like it was just yesterday. It, it was two weeks ago, but it does feel like it was just yesterday. Um, today we're going to be talking about breaking habits. But before we get into it, hey, if this is your first time listening or if you know someone else that maybe, you know, could just use some encouragement in a marriage or even just in their personal life with breaking chains, please share it. Share it. Like it, no matter what platform you're on, if you're on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, like it, share it, just because we want to make sure that we're just impacting um, marriages and people's lives. So we're just doing our best. So did you do, you did it. I did what? Like, subscribe, and subscribe and hit the I bell. Did. You I did. I know. It. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> hey, fun. we are Broken for Better, Kurt and Danette. And yeah. uh, listen, our whole mantra is that, you know, we really want to be a fitness center, not a trauma center for, for your relationship. Yes. We want to come alongside you. Not that we won't be a trauma center because we've had our own trauma uh, in yes. our marriage. Yes, we have. But we we believe that if you will attend a fitness center regularly, you quite possibly can avoid the trauma center. And so that's, that's our hopes. whole heart, that we would be a fitness center, not a trauma center. So it is exciting to be here today to just talk habits. That's right. Talking habits. So, okay, speaking of habits... If you don't know this about my husband, he has mild OCD. Is mild a good word? I just think we leave the garage open every time. We every leave. time. He has to check certain things every time. And I used to fight it. When we first got married, I used to be like, I think we did. He'd be like, no. He would check it. And then for a season, we had like an <laughs> app that you could see if the garage was closed. <laughs> because oh, I don't think that works anymore, does it? Because we still have to check it. Who's going to put me on blast right yeah. now? Yeah. So he has some <laughs> tendencies. He has some tendencies. <laughs> yeah, you didn't fix the drywall. He has some tendencies because of OCD, but I don't want to label it, whatever. It's just we have these ruts. We have these tendencies, which can also be called habits. Habits. And habits can be good. Habits can be bad. Yeah. There's all kinds of habits. Um, but we and the share household like to call it a bee in the bonnet. When Kurt gets a bee in his bonnet, no matter what is happening, no matter how crazy life is, no matter what we're trying to juggle, that thing, that one thing is going to get done because he's focused. He's laser focused on it. But habits are a little bit different yeah. because um, they're something that you form over time and they kind of determine what your day is going to be they set your tone uh so with that in mind why don't you give me some thoughts on on habits and how you see them what what are some of the things that you would explain when when it comes to habits yeah i i well for one i'll tell you i I am a very habitual person (laughs) when i when i do get that in my head and it's wonderful on good things but it's horrific on bad things. Hmm. And, you know, as my wife, um, you know, now being together 28 years, especially on the negative side, you've, you've borne the brunt um, of a lot of those bad habits. Hmm. Um, now you've had some good ones too, right? Mm-hmm. Prayerfully, hopefully. <laughs> but there's been a lot of those bad ones that have affected our marriage, have affected our relationship, have affected how we parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know one of the one of the things about habits for me is I think first being open and honest enough to be able to stare it in the face, to yeah. be able to say that's a habit, to be able to say that's a negative habit. Like mm-hmm. I see it doing negative um, damage to our relationship. A lot of times yeah. we don't want to face those things, right? It's just 
that's who I am accepted. And that's not necessarily, there's certain things in our lives that are habits that that's, I mean, God didn't form me to have a porn habit. habit. Right. That was a negative habit that I picked up at a very early age. Mm. Then I walked that out. I brought that into our marriage. That's a negative thing. They can't. Well, that's just who I am. Accept that. Right. No, no. I, that's me staring myself in the face and going, "No, you got an issue. Like, right. you've got to figure that thing out." Yeah. You know, um, when it when it came to you know anything that whether it was you know alcohol or whatever that looks like sports. I mean, there's there's good things that can become bad. Yeah. Um, the gym. The the gym. Yes, <laughs> the gym. Um, when you're in, you're in. You're you know? in, you're in. Um, yeah. But it's just even good things can become out of balance. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things that you, you learn about habits is there's a trigger, there's a response, and then there's the reward, right? Mm. There's something that triggers that habit. There's something that, okay, why is it that every time I feel this way, I go to this, mm. right? Um, if you do studies about, and I'll just I'll just take pornography. If you do studies about pornography, mm. a lot of you know, a lot of men do that because they feel less than in their own marriage, and so they and women. The, the the statistics are changing drastically with with that, especially in even in marriages. But, yeah, I yeah. just I watched a whole podcast the other day on that. Um, which shout out to the basement Ben Ross, man, you want a good podcast? Yeah. check that thing out because it is amazing. It's so authentic. Um, yeah. but you know, I'll um, uh, you know. Even this guy was saying, like, it's 50-50. Yeah. And they try to tap into hitting that dopamine spot that is not being fulfilled in other ways. Mm. Um, and so there's this trigger of, okay, what causes me to do that? When I look at myself in the mirror and I see myself as overweight, well, now do I get this habit that I need to go to the gym over and over? Do I get a bad habit that I've got to stop eating? But what is the habit that's formed mm. um, that's created this in me? What's the trigger? Because if I can find the trigger... I can potentially curb the behavior. Mm -hmm. um, with every trigger, then there's then a response. It responds you to do something else. So feeling depression, loneliness, insecurity, what then is my response in that? What behavior is associated to that? And this is where, Dee, that I, I feel like many of us, we don't want to get in those parts of our hearts. Mm. Um, if I want to be the most authentic me to the Lord, I got to be willing to do that. But then if I want to be the greatest partner for you, then I need to be willing to get into that. What is my triggers? What are the responses? And then why do I respond that way? What's the reward? What's the gratification? Why is it that I've created this habit? Hmm. What am I getting from it? And then what am I getting from it? Is that something that's going to sustain me or is that temporary pleasure like in the moment? Yeah. You know, because a lot of that stuff, Man, it may be gratifying in that second, but it's not sustainable long term. It's not the thing that carries the family. So, in thinking about a habit, and thinking about, you know, you said, you know, you, you brought up porn, you brought up, you know, eating habits, you brought up different things. When you think about the word habit, I think we can find an excuse for almost anything. Like we can find a, but I'm not this bad, or but at least I'm not doing this. You know, I'm, I'm looking at porn, but at least I'm not stepping out on my wife. Or, you know, I'm, you know, eating midnight snacks, but I mean, at least I'm not doing drugs, right? At least I'm not, you know, uh, still sucking down the bottle every night, you Although know? Although ice cream at 10 o'clock <laughs> became like a drug. I felt uh, like I needed that yeah. crap every night. So for the person that's watching, or even for our own selves, what, what do you think, like how do you determine the difference between a healthy habit 
and a non-healthy habit because we can almost, at least I know personally, I can almost replace things that, okay, well, I think this is too far. This is the line. So I'm going to replace this line with this, or at least I'm not doing that. So even in, even in that, you know, and, and, and it's more than behavior modification, even, you know, raising three boys, we always try to talk about it's not the behavior, it's the heart. Like, mm. it's the heart behind the motive. It's the heart behind the action. Like, is it beneficial? Or, but what would you say to the person that's maybe using their habits as an excuse? How do they different, differentiate between whether or not they're healthy or hurtful? I think you really, you know, everything in the light of God's word, right? Like, I think you can begin to find out, do these things that I do, are they building me up? Are mm. they making me look more like Christ if you're a believer if they're looking look more like Christ I know we have people on here that aren't even believers but are these you know are these things that you're doing do you see yourself walking in the image of how you were created yeah. if what you're doing is a habit that hurts people hurts yourself tears you down makes you feel yucky afterwards mm. that's that's probably not a healthy habit I can also look at I, I mean I know people in my world that um, they're like so heavenly minded that they're no earthly good. Oh, for sure. And they'll be quick to tell you how they've memorized the entirety of the Bible mm. and they spend nine hours a day with the Lord and their habit is all of that. Meanwhile, they're self-righteous. They don't love people and they're <laughs> arrogant and they're willing. Well, I would tend to say that your habits that you formed have become unhealthy. Does that strike a nerve a little but, bit? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, maybe. Yeah, it's, but so it's they like, don't, they're not habitual lovers uh, of God's children. Because even that. But they could tell you all about it. Right. So, you yeah. know, I, that's where I really think it's the honesty. And, I, you know, mm. I say it every time I preach, and, and uh, this is kind of like my mantra, right? You can lie to everyone in the room, but you can't lie to yourself and you can't lie to God. Right. Be honest enough with yourself to go, man, let me look at my life and how has my life, how, how, is, how are my habits impacting those around me? So I'll take like the gym. I have recently really, in the last few months, really began to love the gym. I, I, it's a discipline now for me. It's become a habit that each day I go to the gym or I go to the boxing, right? That is my thing. Well, this <sighs> habit that I've created has now created conversation. People see a difference in the way I look, hmm. a difference in the way I feel. And so now the conversations are, bro, what are you doing? Okay, well, I'm going to the gym. Well, these people are, hey, do you think, man, could I spend time with you at the gym? Yeah. Could I go to, man, can we work out together? Yeah. And it's not that I got it all figured out, but I have a habit that I would say this is a healthy habit. Hmm. It potentially is impacting those around me to make them better people. It allows me to spend time with them. It allows them to get physical. It allows, this is a habit that's creating health. Now, if I spent five hours at the gym, allowed no one to come with me, was in my own little world, it would hurt our relationship and it would hurt my ministry in the way. So I don't know that that would be a healthy habit. You know what I mean? Like this is a very fine line. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, when you look at some eating and, and porn and all these kind of things. Yeah, it's very easy to classify. Those are negative. I don't do those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as we really begin to look at our lives and as we care about our marriages, and that's this is this is where you know, broken for better, is such a, a key name for us that you have to look. Where are things in my life that I can be broken in? Right. But because I'm broken, I can now be better. And I think as we begin to really analyze 
those deep part of your heart, those deep mm. things that you do, how are your habits affecting the ones that you love? So using that word broken, right? Obviously, we're talking about, you know, how when we break down the things that we hide from, there's transparency in marriage. So we're able to have authentic relationship, right? So and even taking into consideration the gym, there was a point in time, if you don't mind sharing, there was a point in time a few months ago that you looked at me and said, because of this, because I had a fear, because of what we're walking through, I had a legitimate fear, you were unhealthy. It wasn't like I, I we no, no like misattraction or anything, but it was you weren't healthy, you weren't feeling good, your blood pressure was high, it was all these things. Yeah. So I had a fear, and so I brought you that fear, and I said, I can't lose someone else right now. And so that brokenness in me calls what? It calls response. And I think when we think about our habits, it's sometimes it doesn't, it, it, we have to come to a crossroad to realize, are my habits harming? Are my habits hurting? Are my habits capable of healing? And I think, you know, I've heard you say it before, it's not until the pain of where we are overcomes uh, the outcome, or how do you say it? I'm the messing it up. The desire of where we want to be, yeah. that will make changes. Yeah. There's a, there's a big thing there that I that I think is really key, and especially in relationships, especially for guys. Mm-hmm. Um, guys have, we live with the heart to provide love and serve the ones that that we're called to steward, right? So I would do anything for you. You know that I would take a bullet for you, like. You just, you know that's my lifestyle for you, mm. right? People cross eyes at you or they say something different to you and I'll, I'll get all bent out of shape in a second, right? Mm. Had you come to me and said, Kurt, you are way overweight. Your blood pressure is hurting this family. You drink three beers a day. You're eating six hot dogs a day. <laughs> you what, what the heck are you doing, you fat slob? I, <laughs> that wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't work. You you came to me with this mindset of, hey, Kurt, this is the way I'm feeling. Yeah. And this is what your habits are causing inside of me. Hmm. That now drives me to go, listen, I oh, I hear you. Yeah. And because I care about you and I care about myself enough, I can correct that behavior. Yeah. I can create new habits. Boom, I'm in. And that sparked my gym thing. Hmm. I think so many people that, that we sit in front of, right? Yeah. There's this bad habit. There's something that happens. And now what the spouse does is they spend all their time reminding that spouse, do you see what your habit caused? Uh, and they drive this point yeah. to where they make a spouse feel less than yeah. rather than going, listen, you had a bad habit. I'm in your corner. We've all failed. We've all done it. I'm in your corner to help you. What can I do to help this? Yeah. Instead of just beating a person down to go, look, when you get caught in a bad habit, hmm. you already feel crappy enough. Period. Yeah. That when you come to me in September and go, Kurt, I'm really concerned. I've, you know, we've lost a child, and now my my secondary fear, what I'm dealing with most, is losing second another person. Yeah. Well, okay, I can grab because I love you. I can grab a hold of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. That's tangible. So right, wait, what is my behavior am I doing? Wow, I'm not eating properly. Wow, I've stopped going to the gym. Wow, I am probably, you know, consuming, you know, more 
beer than I probably should have. It's putting on a lot of weight. Yeah. Wow. I, oh man, I can, like, I can see all that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let me correct that. There, how you, how you handle a habit and how you take that to your spouse or how you take that to a loved one, it determines a lot of the response that you will get. Right. You bring it to me in a certain package. I want no part of that thing. Yeah. You just got to be, you know, how, how that's, how that's handled is a big, big deal. But again, I, I think mm. for you, it's easier. And, and, and I'll always put it, it's easier. My, me having a bad habit and changing it is not dependent upon how you bring it to me. I should be willing and honest enough to go, oh, that's a bad habit. Mm. Wow. I guess probably deep down in my heart, I knew I had bad habits. Well, I think I we all. Care. I think like, we all do, and I think you know it's a matter of, again, it's like those, those hidden things, those hidden things that we hold on to because they satisfy us, they fuel us in a way, they give us they something, they gratify. I don't know if they satisfy. They That's gratify. a great clarification. Yeah, they definitely gratify us, and so they're hard to give up because, especially when you're walking through hurt or you're walking through loss, or you're walking through maybe your marriage isn't the best and you feel lonely, it's something that's tangible. And so it's so easy to grab hold of those, those things. I think it's so easy, you know? Yeah, I, um, I, I think we're, in our society, it's too easy to come up with excuses. Yeah. But fellas, if you're if you're not treating your spouse correctly, be big enough and bold enough to look that in the eye. Yeah. Women, if you're not respecting your husband, you don't treat him with honor. Be big enough to go. I have an issue. Don't hang it up with this is the way I was raised, and all, and all of that may be true. Yeah. But be honest enough to go, man, I want to get better daily. Yeah. You know, our relationship, man, we're sitting here doing this marriage thing and, and coming alongside and being a fitness center. It's like, okay, but we're daily working on our own thing. Yeah, no, of course like, we are. So we're only continuing to work on, which allows us now a platform to go, hey, listen, we're, we may be a little farther down the highway. Yeah. Just be willing to go, where in me? Can I fix habits that may be healthy or they may be hurting? What can I look at and go, okay, that look, if you're a workaholic, yeah, you've created a work habit that you may hang your hat on. Man, I've heard people proud because they work 60 to 70 hours a week. Yeah. No, for what? sure. Yeah. Why are you proud about that? <laughs> you're, you're gaining everything that the world has to offer. Yeah. And you're losing the very things right under your eyes. What are the things you can take with you? I, it's like a paycheck. Yeah. I just, man, don't working 80 hours. That's a terrible habit. Yeah. That's, and I would look you dead in the face and go, okay. Cause everything you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. Right. Absolutely. So every habit that you say yes to, mm-hmm. you're saying no to something or someone else. Mm-hmm. Be willing to look at it. I think as, as women too, you know, I know you touched on, you know, if your spouse is struggling with a habit and you bring it, bring it to them and you're hard on them, I, I want to clarify that doesn't mean you're not allowed to have emotion or hurt because obviously certain habits cause pain. 
certain habits cause horrific amounts of pain that as a couple, you have to work through. But I think the kicker is, and the thing to remind ourselves is, that the only thing we can work on is ourselves. And so when your spouse comes to you or doesn't come to you and you find out about a habit or there's a habit, even if it's, you know, overworking or whatever, that's really, really just affecting your family, affecting your relationship. There's a season where you're allowed to express your pain, but then there, you also have to remember that we're on the same team. Like I need to be just as for him as God is for me. Even though he's hurt me, even though we've struggled, even though there's been this break in relationship and trust, I'm still for him. He's still for me. And I think what so often can happen when we, you know, the habits are on display, whatever they may be, we can, that's all we see in that person is their habit. That's all we see is that habit. And that's not who they are. They're a child of God, hopefully. They're at least a child that God loves and is trying to grab their heart. And so how we respond to our loved one when they're walking through a horrific habit and doing their best to fight it will either put wind in their sails and help them or really deflate them. It really will. So you don't see them as human. You see them as a habit. Oftentimes, like, when that's you're the working label through. that we give them, right? Yeah. Like, you man, are my that. husband, he's a porn addict. Yeah. No, your husband is a child of God who has a sin problem. Right. Yeah. Uh, your husband is, a, your wife is a daughter of God who has a sin problem. Yeah. Like, don't put the wrong label on somebody because you give somebody a label, they'll become that label. Oh, yeah. Just, you, you keep speaking it and just watch it keep happening. Hmm. See them as who they are, a child of God Yeah. that needs grace and redemption. doesn't mean you're okay with it. It doesn't mean that you um, ignore it, but it means that you speak to it differently. It means that you talk to your spouse differently. Yeah. It means that you treat them differently. Um, and you treat them like the child that they are. Yeah. Yeah. Don't accept sin. No, I mean you don't like. It's not welcome sin is sin. Yeah, you, I mean you call it out. It is what it is, and some sin is. Listen, the reality is, you have to get a third party involved. Yeah, like there's certain things that man, we let's go get a third party because you may think a habit's bad just because you never saw that. So you know, I think of something in our house. We had three boys, and one of the things they loved to do was wrestle. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I mean, couches flying, pillows going, kids <laughs> running around, hopping over. It was nutty, right? Well, I remember that drove you bonkers. It drove me crazy. Because why? Because someone would always get hurt. <laughs> but, and you would always be like, we're good, we're good, we're good. We've had too many trips. to for bro- we, How many broken phones do we have? Seven? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. That's the number of <laughs> But actually, not one of them ever happened. Wrestling. wrestling. Exactly. But here I am. I grew up in a house that that's what we did. Yeah, yeah. So just because that's a, a it was a habit in our home <laughs> that you didn't like, yeah, doesn't mean it was wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> show me crazy. She's like, well, that's up for me. You know, but the rea- what I'm getting at is just because you think something isn't right and you don't like it 
doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad habit. Yeah. So it's good to get a third party in there, a marriage coach <laughs> to come in and go, okay, let's talk. Where's the middle ground? Yeah. So what There's was our middle ground? Evident, Listen, but, fellas, yeah. you can wrestle all day long <laughs> when mom's not home. That's it. Like, I don't care if you wrestle till you bleed. I, and that happened, by the way. <laughs> like, you know, but like, but let's just do it when it's right. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm not sure that's the right answer. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't know if I would take that advice. But it, It's boundaries. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that in, in this whole habit forming thing, you know, when you look at, okay, Kurt, so we have this mm-hmm. habit. Yeah. I don't like this habit. What do I do? Get help. Mm-hmm. And have boundaries. Right. What what is you know, what does that look like for you? I was I'll never forget being so proud um, of one of my sons. He came home early, you know, from a date and I'm like, Bro, what are you doing home with her? I thought you were on a date. Yeah. And he's like, No, it's not good for us to be out past this time together. Yeah. And this was my twenty year old son. I'm like, Yeah, wait, who says that? Yeah. <laughs> but the reality is they had a habit and they put boundaries in to not bust their head. Right. That's that's grown. Yeah. Like that's a, I got adults that won't do that. Oh you know yeah, I mean? for sure. So it's like, man, that is so so good. Is grab help mm-hmm. and have boundaries. And I think sometimes, you know, it sounds we we only address the habits in the negative. We only address the habits when they're out of control, or when they hurt us, mm-hmm. or when they cause pain and conflict. You know, that habit that you just said that he said, they said it before the before the chaos. They set that habit before destruction, before something happened. That was a habit preset. And so, you know, we talk about wanting to be a gym and not a hospital, you know, maybe maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, if you're watching this tomorrow or whatever, maybe you just have a conversation with your spouse or your friend or your family member that you're watching this and trying to gain just wisdom from, maybe you have a conversation ahead of time. What are some habits of ours that maybe are out of control? What are some of my habits that you think are pulling out of our relationship or taking away from our relationship? Those are healthy conversations if they're brought to the table in a healthy way to where, hey, we're both for each other. What are some habits that, man, we're not really hitting the mark and we need to do better or I need to do better? And and I'll tell you, like, Totally side note, mm-hmm. totally another topic we can discuss. Many people can't have vulnerable conversations mm. because they can't have healthy conversations. You may hear yeah. that and go, oh man, I could never have that conversation. Yeah. They won't even li- listen to me. What that means is you can't be vulnerable but I would argue you probably aren't having healthy conversations either. Yeah. When you have healthy conversations, you can have vulnerable conversations. Many people, right, they say, man, when's the last time you prayed with your spouse? I don't pray with myself. That's really weird. And I would say, why mm-hmm. is it weird? You can't pray with your spouse because getting vulnerable for, before the Lord is very difficult. Yeah. If you can't get vulnerable with your spouse normally, you definitely aren't going to get vulnerable with your spouse in front of the Lord. So clarify that for someone that's listening. I know we will, in the coming weeks, be talking about healthy communication. But give me a 10-second. What's the? Because I think we all think that the way we communicate is healthy. I think we all do. Like, 
I don't think we go, most of us don't go into a conversation thinking, man, I do not talk well. I'm mean and I'm ruthless and I just hate my spouse. I don't think that's how we go into it. I think we all think we're coming into it. But if you do, you don't need a fitness center. You need a trauma center. <laughs> so how, in just a little 10 seconds feel, would you like classify a healthy conversation? Uh, it's the way we operate. Listen, I'm feeling this way. Hmm. You, you, I say it all the time. You can't argue with somebody's feelings. That's the way they feel. You agree or you disagree. Yeah. When you have a conversation, hey, I'm feeling this way. Okay, that was a yes. Hmm. So if, if you and I can't have healthy conversations and I say, hey, listen, I'm feeling like we can't have healthy conversations. And you blow up at me. What? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm saying. Right. Okay. And I'm, we've been there. I'm feeling. Trust me, we've been there. <laughs> I struggle there. with correction. <laughs> I do. I Look struggle. I know. I don't like anyone to tell me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. That's the whole sign, though. I don't have to tell you. you I know. Anyway. Yeah. If someone can't receive correction, mm -hmm. that's, that's a problem. And what you're going to find out is the mm -hmm. problem is never the problem. Right. Never the problem. If we we're not having you know if if well man we don't we're never intimate together. Hmm. Okay, well why? Why? What's the problem? Yeah. Like, are you not intimate because you can't communicate? Hmm. Are you not intimate emotionally, so that it's hard to be intimate physically? Hmm. Like, there's there's always problems, and I think that's where having someone come alongside and just go, hey, let's. Let's pull back the layers. Let me see it from a 50,000-foot view. Okay, great. This is – so you just got to be willing to do the work, man. Yeah. Marriage is work, and it takes work. That's right. That's right. It's not easy. So um, before we close, I, I just want to challenge you guys. I have a little challenge that just popped in my head, um, and you can share it. You don't have to share it, but we love to hear feedback from you guys. It's like just what you're getting out of it, what you – you know. So if you have any of that, we'd love to hear from you. Even if you don't want to put it on a public forum, send us a side note. But I want to challenge you to either personally or with your spouse, would prefer if it was your, with your spouse, talk about a habit that you can work on, like a habit like, hey, I need work in this area. I want to work on fixing this habit or dropping this habit, and a habit that you can add to your relationship, whether that be, hey, I want to tell you I love you every morning. I want to kiss goodbye in the morning. I want to hold your hand in public. I know you just challenged your men's group to hold their spouse's hand, but just one bad habit, one good habit. That's what I want to challenge you with. You got anything else? I want a habit to kiss you every day before I leave. Oh, you want to kiss me right now? <laughs> Can you have to? Okay. Ah, that's right. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm in a different state. Oh, but okay. That's gonna be later. Because <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the uh, you know I I and I and I'm thankful that you challenged them. And because I do think it's not just hearing this stuff. Yeah. It's implementing this stuff. Yes, we want it to be applicable. If you just hear, right? You, you could, and, and I think I've done this before. I know I've done it. You listen to two people, and it's it's why we try to be so authentic and real, because it's like, we, dude, we're trying to, like, we're, we're working it out ourselves, right? Yeah. Now, we do a lot of study. We do a lot of reading, and so mm -hmm. I feel like, 
we're in a great place. We've gotten a lot of help on our uh, on ourselves, so we're in a place to do this. And God's given us a lot of revelation and some things. But you can hear something like this and just go, man, that's this pie in the sky that I can never, never get there. Yeah. And I would immediately go, there's the where you start. Yep. Like that's a belief that now will become a behavior. Yeah. You believe you'll never get there. Guess what? You'll never get there. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad. You spoke it for months, days, years. That's you got exactly what you spoke. Just one step. One step. Yeah. What's a habit that I can remove? What's a habit that I can implement? Implement. Yeah. I love you. Kid. Look, your your spouse may never say I love you back, and it may drive you nutty. Mm-hmm. You keep pressing that button. Yep. Because there's going to be a day that as you're praying for that spouse, there's going to be a day where they choose sacrifice over selfishness. Hmm. Where I have heard you for three months tell me you love me when I walk out the door. God's going to, you've been praying for them, you've been believing, and one time they're going to take sacrifice over their selfishness and go, I love you too. Hmm. Like, that's this this habit thing. That's that's where I look at it in our relationship. If I'm selfish, I'm not willing to sacrifice. Yeah. But if I'll sacrifice, if I'll die to myself for our relationship, two became one. I'm dying to myself so that you and I can become one. It's like okay, now I'm taking sacrifice over selfishness. Yeah. And I think you know if we could sum it up and you look at this, what's an area that you can die to self? Hmm. Maybe you've been talking about going to the gym for two and a half years. <laughs> Look, go to the gym. Like, it's all, just start. Yeah. Get on, just start on a treadmill. I One of the habits, and I just shared this with, with my men's group that I meet with, like, one of the greatest things you can do is take a walk with your spouse. Hmm. It costs you no money. You can walk about a mile in 20 minutes yeah. if you walk slow. <laughs> And I walk slow. He it, likes to run when he walks. <laughs> I'm like, are we walking together or are we in a marathon? <laughs> then I think I'm in like an Olympic competitive walk. You know, and what I love you is. You think when, I'm kidding. When we've I'm been walking kidding. for like a half mile and I'm just getting it. I'm like, <laughs> and then I start to realize I'm like, like, I'm not doing I it. I feel like I'm walking <laughs> by myself. We're, uh, we came as two and I think I've become one. I'm not and doing it. I turn around it. and she stopped like a quarter mile back and she's standing there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, so then, then yeah. it's the moment, like, do I walk back So and don't take her? a walk like that. <laughs> take a take a stroll. A stroll. A leisurely stroll. Hands in hand. Hand in hand. Like, and, and what, mm-hmm. like, it's crazy. We've talked, like, and I've had these conversations. You couldn't tell me the last time you held your spouse's hand. Mm. Yeah. Well, what? Like, that's nutty to me. Yeah. I, so not only bad habits, one bad habit, what can I work on? One good habit, what can I work on? Yeah. The next time you go out, just grab your spouse's hand. <laughs> See what happens. Gently. You said that so fiercely. You don't grab it. Just grab it. Just hold it. <laughs> that yeah, might scare right them. Here. They're yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> we're like, we're digressing. So <laughs> anyways. All right. So thank you guys so much. I think, I think we're... Listen, any platform, follow, subscribe. Uh, Broken for Better is a ministry that that sows into marriages. Um, If we have 
benefited you, you can sew into the ministry as well. Absolutely. Brokenforbetter.com. Help us continue to get this information in front of people, in front of others as yeah. we do, we do. And can I just tell you this? What's that? I love you. I love you too. Very much. Very grateful for you. Very grateful for you. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you again in two weeks. Two weeks. We've got two more weeks of breaking chains. So, two more weeks. See you then.